Thanksgiving. It was good. It was good. I, uh, my folks, uh, I grew up in a dry house and, um, no alcohol. Yeah. No. And they've started over the last few years. Like they drink, but, um, wait, they just started allowing alcohol back into the house. Like not back. No, like this is like their first time. Like, I mean, they didn't start drinking as people until they were, oh. until like it was legal for us. Wow, um, and then we started drinking, and I don't know. I think somewhere along the line, like they just to them, they never had like their own personal objection to it. They worried about like the look or like the the example it said or like whatever. Yeah. And um, so yeah, so they started That's drinking, and um, but you know, it's it's like anybody else. Like when you first start, like you like sweeter things. Yeah, you your know? dad's you like, like, I really love these lamaritas. Yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. Oh. well, no, it's not, it's not quite that, but <laughs> it's like wines. It's like sweet wines, like yeah. Moscato or like whatever. Okay. And so I walk in twisted teas. Yeah. So I walk into my aunt's house for uh, for Thanksgiving, and uh, they're like, "Need something to drink?" And I was like, "Oh, what do you got?" And they're like, "Oh, you know, there's uh, some ginger ale, there's some wine over there, you know, water, there's some beers downstairs, which are all like." You know, like not my favorite beers, but like that's it usually what beer, I like yeah. end up doing. Um, but they also tend to be heavier, so you can't like you you can't can't drink, drink as much. Three of them. Then my aunt goes, I really got into gin and tonics recently. I was like, Yes, <laughs> that we're gonna do. Okay. All right. I knew you like I knew it was a reason why yeah. I like you a lot. Yeah. Not just because you're mine. Something cool about you. I, I finally figured it out. No, there's always been stuff. She's she's the cool. She's aunt. always, she's always been, been the cool aunt. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, I go yeah. golfing with her and stuff like that. Oh, she, she goes. She likes football. Yeah. That's ill. Yep. My aunt's like smoking cigarettes. Or my one aunt likes smoking cigarettes a lot. Mm. She started or she's always? No, she's just always been really big into like Marlboros. Mm. Like even when the prices went up, yeah. I was smoking Marlboros. Okay. My grandma, when uh, Marlboros went up, she stopped. She's like, I can't. I ain't paying 10 dollars for no cigarette. Good for her. She's better than me. I'm buying vapes now. I got this. Uh, it's like a fake jewel. Okay. It's empty now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I went into 7-Eleven because I was like, yo, how much is a jewel? Because I was fiending for one. And they were like, it's like $50. And I was like... No, no. And uh, she was like, actually, if you if you don't matter which e-cigarette you got, you can get this this whole setup, which usually costs $40, for $9. And I was like, I'll take three of those. Yeah. <laughs> how, right. was your, uh, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, I didn't do anything. I just... It was all right. I just sat in the house... Uh, I slept most of the day. Then at the very tail end of it, I went to my dad's house, who lives right across, right down the street from here, and uh, got a plate of food, then left almost immediately because mm. he was about to lecture me. I didn't need to hear that. And then I went to my grandma's house, and everyone had left. It was like 6 o'clock, and she apparently was just like, I'm tired. Everyone can leave now. <laughs> and then I like your grandmother. Yeah, and she was drunk when I got there. <laughs> so... Uh, like, I drank with her a little bit, 
ate, and then I came home. It was kind of a great holiday. Yeah. Nice. Love, love, I love when things are like really low stakes. Mm-hmm. I don't like to be stressed. Sometimes, like I, with the holidays, I used to be like, oh, I got to do this and that. Now I'm just like, nope. Right. Banks are closed. Then I'm, I could be close. You know? Yeah. Mentally. Yeah. You want to talk some sports? Yeah, let's talk some sports. You want to do football or uh, or basketball first? Uh, I don't, know. I don't care. What do you? What What has been entertaining you more as of Ooh. late? Ooh, probably football. Only because where we're at in the season, you know. I feel like even very important. Despite despite the uh, how the games went this weekend, I feel like we yeah. know some stuff. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's just like for me, this is really dumb because I shouldn't care about this. Every mm-hmm. week I look at the Bears play, and then I just think how dumb John Gruden is. Yeah, because like you could be wrong on like a, you could be wrong on a quarterback, right? Yeah, you mean like, the Raiders? Yeah, yeah, the Raiders. Yeah, you could be wrong on the quarterback because you, you, he might just not have the pieces with your team. Uh huh. To see, what you talking yeah, I think, about? I like, think, I think Derek Carr's done. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a piece of chopped liver, right? Yeah. And they don't even, I don't even think they have a draft pick of first rounder, do they? I mean, yeah, I know they got a lot of draft picks from like from, selling off all their guys. I don't know. I don't know, know. I don't picks, know what. They I don't got. know how good their picks are. No, right? I don't either. So they got bad picks. They gave up like this franchise player and if if this was year two he would be fired but because it's his first year now they have to keep him for another summer and let him like mess up again you know like make another horrible call that will lead to like two two summers of them like paying dues the wrong amount of money and like not having the right guy I think they have to keep him because what he did, there's no way he did what he did without clearing it with management and ownership and all of that, like getting rid of all those guys. And there's no way he's so dumb to say, this is going to work in year one. Like he had to prep them for like, you guys are going to suck year one. This is about stockpiling picks and assets. So that way three, you know, two years from now we'll be competitive again. So no, I don't think they can fire him in the middle of that. But that's contingent on... Having a quarterback, I think that's what happened. But he was like, "We got this guy. If we if we pay Mac, then we won't have the money. We'll, we'll be spending too much money, and we will be losing right. time. Right? Time to build. And it's like I, you would you would rather have you should you would right you should rather have that guy right when he's that good. It's not like he's like Fletcher Cock was three seasons like two and a half three seasons ago. We're like." The Eagles kind of overpaid him, and we were, like, all kind of upset as a city, you know? But if they had kept him, right, what would their record be? Like, if they if they hadn't sold everything off, what would their record be right now? And so, would they, wait, Chargers are what? Eight and, they're nine and three now? Yeah, nine and three, Because <laughs> yeah. they beat the Steelers. Yeah. The Chiefs, two uh, losses? Ten and two. Two losses? Yeah. Right now, yeah. Right now, the they would be like seven and five. And so, right. So that's I guess they would the, be they would be seven and five. But you got to think, Philip Rivers isn't going to be around that much longer. The Broncos don't have a quarterback. You're only competing with the Chiefs. Yeah, but that's not going to make you better. And like yeah. by then, it's going to be other teams who drafted quarterbacks. Yeah. Like I definitely think they had to burn it down. Like I feel like they were. I feel like they were. It's like J.J. Watt down in Houston, mm-hmm. you know, like before Deshaun Watson was there and like they ran through uh, 
Brock Osweiler, Matt Schwab. and and yeah, Matt Schaub. Yeah. And um yeah, and they just sucked, but they had, you know, one of the best defensive players on the planet. And it's like, yeah, that doesn't really get you that much. So I guess you're right. I guess having pieces like maybe you know, maybe just gives you the flexibility. Like if there's a draft with like a quarterback at the top, it's like we can like put together and like let's say, you know, the Bills or somebody like that or you know, the Jets like are in position to be able to like grab, you know, that quarterback, but they already have, you know, Sam Darnold or Josh Allen, like, you know, their quarterback of the future. Like what they need is like pieces down the line. And so you just start swapping with them. There's just like it's just so easy to lose fans in today's NFL, right? They're moving out of Las Vegas. Yeah, nobody's gonna care. Maybe maybe Las they, Vegas will care. Yeah, maybe they'll care. Yeah. I don't know. Well, know. you don't have to care about fans outside of, like, putting bot- butts in the seat. Put them, yeah, filling the stadium. But then their stadium is always going to be filled because it's Vegas. Because it's Vegas. It'd be crazy if it's, it's not, where though. gamblers are. It'd be crazy if, like, you you turn on, like, a Thursday night football game in Vegas and it looks like a summer league basketball game. Yeah. It's just, like, coaches and scouts, like, yeah. smoking cigarettes. Like, yeah. That guy's got a good arm. Yeah. Well, and it'll be funny to see, like, right, it'll be funny to see, like, the athletes who are there. Yeah. Like I think we're gonna have like a much better picture of, about like how much time like athletes. It's like the Marcus Cousins. <laughs> yeah, like, how much time they spend in Vegas. You're like Jordan still. I thought he was done gambling. He's like the right, 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 with the hoop earring, the velour sweatsuit. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about your Giants? Who do you guys play this week? Do you know? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, do you care? I really don't. I'm I'm mad we've won a few games. <laughs> like. <laughs> What are they got four I'm worried, wins now? Four? I'm worried that it's going to mean more time for Eli. Yeah. They're going to do the same thing they've done where they convince themselves, like, ah, oh, it's the line. You know, it's, uh, you know, he doesn't have, like, the right, like, pieces around him or whatever. Yeah. And now they're going to be too far down to get a, you know, replacement level yeah. quarterback. And so they're going to have to, they're going to they're gonna be in that spot where, yeah, you got to, you got to think about extending Eli, and like that really frustrates me because I I think he's done. Do you think he can play well enough to convince them of that at all? He's like been really bad, you know. Um, like when you're receive when you're a receiver, every time he throws the ball looks like the quarterback, and you don't, then you have like a right. You got like a real problem. Right. That was the that was the Odell play. Was it this last week against the Bears? I think or? it was two weeks ago. All right, where he threw it like eighty yards. It looked it looked great. Well, I mean, it looked great. To be fair, like you know, the play worked, and like the play they worked, drew yeah. in the safeties, and like uh, Shepard was wide open down the field. But at the same time, like I had an honest question in my head: like, can Eli get the ball that far? He like, does he still have the arm to like even, even with a wide open receiver, to like get the ball all the way down there? It's not looking good. It's not looking. Good. <laughs> it's not looking good for a lot of those older dudes, though. No. Like Tom Brady, I was watching that Vikings game. That was this Sunday, right? He does not look good. He's not throwing the ball more than like eight yards down the field, and it's like. But it's funny, Ben and, and Rivers both look, like like they got a shot at B twelve or something. <laughs> They're doing something. Well, I think Ben has the benefit of just being built like a tank, right? Sure. Like, you say the same thing about Philip Rivers. Yeah. Also, Philip Rivers has that great head of hair. He's still popping out kids. He's he like, he's got, he's something going on with him. He's got number nine coming. He might be an alien. Yeah. Right. I was listening to Bill Simmons uh, podcast talking about getting him on Parent Corner. I was actually it. just listening to that on the way here. Like, how how could it be? Like, how is it possible to have nine kids? And he has right. like six girls or something. Yeah. Or seven girls on the way. Yeah. Or, yeah. 
six girls, and then the next one's going to be. That's crazy. I mean, I think they were being a little unfair. Like, I feel like a full time <laughs> live in help like costs like <laughs> maybe fifty a year. That's what he said though. He's like, how many nannies? Because you gotta have. They have three. Three, one live in. Two like floaters. I like have all three of them. Whatever. I have like a house off the back of your house <laughs> yeah, where it's just like you got a house with nannies. You yeah. got like a like a three a three room townhome like yeah. in Philly. Exactly. That's ill. I mean, yeah, it does just seem like a lot. Like, oh, one has soccer. This one hates soccer, so she doesn't even want to be on the ride. Right. This one lost her phone. Yeah. It seems like a nightmare. It does seem like a nightmare. I want to do it so bad. I want to have like twenty kids. You want to have twenty kids? No, like seven. No. Yeah, no. No, <laughs> no I'm gonna get no. a vasectomy. I think. No, I, I, I need a. I need somebody to convince me. I need. I want to have one. <laughs> well, you got all. You got the nieces and nephews. Yep. You're, you're the best uncle in the world, apparently. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you're all their. You're all of their favorite. That's right. So I guess you. Yeah. You yeah. probably. You're probably fine. Yeah, and then, and one of them that love will be real enough that when I'm old, I can be like, "What are we doing for Christmas?" Oh yeah, like they'll come. Yeah, Uncle oh. Uncle Will's paying. Don't you worry. Oh, I, I sent you a prepaid Visa card. You just use that to buy all the stuff. <laughs> yeah. Or like it goes the other way, and it's just like, "Shit, it's my Uncle Will." They're like at a bar, like, "Hey, I'm uh, I'm with some friends." <laughs> I saw some guy last night. I was sitting at a crime, and yeah. uh, there was this old guy talking to these two very young women. Like, I mean, he had to be over 60 um, or, or, or maybe late 50s, no younger than that. Yeah. And these two women had to be in their mid-20s. And he was, like, the bar was the, the bar was full, like, every seat was full, but the bar itself was not full. Like, he could have sat anywhere. And even then, like, some of the seats emptied up, and he could have gone and sat down. And he just kept standing behind them talking for, oh, like, standing behind. like, an hour and a half. And, like, they seemed really into the conversation. And I looked at a... I looked at the people I was with, and I was like, you know, uh, you know, in Top Gun, when Goose pulls the ejector <laughs> handles, you pull the ejector handles on this conversation anytime <laughs> you want. But I want to know what's going on over here. Is that a dad, grandpa, uncle, yeah. like taking out his nieces or something like that? He's like hanging out with the fam, or is he right? Or is that a, is that a his boss? Mat- and he yeah. was like, you know, it's a small office. He's like, let's do a holiday party, and they went to crime, and so he's paying. So like, it's that, or is it? I mean, is he? It's just, it's just me in like forty years. Is that, is that what's going on over <laughs> there? You. What's your what's your uh, game plan with holiday parties? Do you really do you really try to like do your thing, or you're just like I'm had this one beer and I'm gonna bounce in like forty minutes? Oh, I mean, I try to go to as many as possible, but no, I don't. I don't do one beer and then bounce. I yeah, uh, yeah I actually you love the, the time up. between uh, between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like I, I like going to like people's houses, house and, parties and stuff. Yeah, it's that time. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Actually, like Christmas Eve, I usually most years like cause I don't go up to my folks until Christmas Day. It's it's one of my favorite like holiday. Tra- it's become one of my favorite holiday traditions. Is like walking around my neighborhood and like, oh, I know like those people like stayed in town this year. I'm gonna go over there and like we'll eat pizza and like drink a couple beers and then like oh, we gotta get the kids to bed and it's like yeah, it's cool and then I'll leave and. <laughs> I'll call somebody else. I'm like you guys stayed in town, right? And I just like bounce around like the neighborhood, bounce around to Christmas music, crib. like on like a four block radius. Yeah, like just, seeing like, people and whatever. That's cool. It's a lot of fun. My favorite, one of my favorite Christmas things to do as a person who doesn't care that much about the actual day is just uh, maybe like there'll be snow, maybe it'll just be like really cold. Mm-hmm. I'll I watch like six Christmas movies in one day and just eat as yeah. many snacks as I can. 
And that's like it always I never do that and feel like unfulfilled or like I haven't accomplished anything. I'm like, that's great. I just watch Home Alone too. Yeah. I just I just watch Friday after next. Yes. Yeah. This, this is a great Wednesday. You nice. know? I really love that. Um You uh you made the point too, and I think this is true that uh Christmas Day NBA is a lot better than Thanksgiving Day. Oh NFL. yeah. Light years. It's so Light much more entertaining. And it's, I was thinking about why that is so I completely agreed with you. And like the games tend to be more interesting, number one, because like I think I it's feel always like those, a rematch of the finals. Yeah, and those players can like show up. Like they can like even, yeah. even if you're not a good team, you can just decide. You know what? It's Christmas Day. It's time to have some fun. The Everybody's Knicks. watching us. Like we're gonna show up for this game. Yeah. You know, they get the new jerseys. They'll get the special one, yeah. the one time only jerseys, which yeah. all, all usually look really good. Yeah, the ones last year were really good. Yeah, and if you're with like family and friends or whatever, and you peace out for like an hour and fifteen minutes of an NFL game. You miss stuff. You miss everything. Like, yeah, exactly. You you could potentially like the entire game could change while you're gone. With the NBA, you come back and like, ah, you know that that team was up ten. Now this team's up ten, but it's still fun to like just pick it up and watch at that moment. Yeah. Also, like with the football games, like let's say you're trying to get away from your family in conversations, right? Uh huh. Like you'll be like, oh, that's my that's my, that cousin that talks too much. Oh, the party's kind of dry. No one's drunk yet. You can. Go disappear to a basketball game and then constantly be, inter- be entertained. But an NFL game could be so dry at certain points, so you'll just, there's no escape. You'll be like, yeah. I don't want to watch this game and I don't want to hang out with my family right now. So right. now I'm just bored for 40 minutes. Yeah. Or whatever. I love basketball so much, man. I don't know why. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> so wait, let's finish up the NFL. Yeah, let's finish up talking about football. Um, um, so the Rams, the Saints, the Chiefs, and the Pats. Those are the four, right? Four best? I'm not going to say the four best because I'm not going to say the Pats are one of the four best. Yeah, because that's... But if I had four bets to place on, you know, conference champions, I think I'd hit those four. Rams, Saints, Pats. What was it? The Chiefs. Chiefs. I feel like the Rams, the Saints, and the Chiefs is easy. There's no way for the Chargers to sneak in there, you think? Oh, no, that's fair. So that, but so they, they, in the, so that was the the fourth spot. I feel like is hard. Yeah. Between, um, and I'm not saying this is definitely going to happen. It's just how I would bet it right now, straight up. No, no lines, no odds. Just, um, and that was the spot that was hard. And I tried to imagine that you know it's the. It's the whatever the round before the conference championship is. What do they call it? The divisional round? Yeah. Yeah. So the divisional round, it's the Pats versus the Steelers or it's the Pats versus the Chargers. I didn't even am think I, about the Steelers. Am That's I crazy. really betting the Steelers or the Chargers? Like, am I really going to say, yep, I think Phillip Rivers, um, you know, he's got it at home because they'll have a better record than the Pats. Yep. Bill Belichick and Tom Brady can't get it done in San Diego. I couldn't see myself actually like putting like yeah. taking the money out of my pocket and going, okay, Philip Rivers, <laughs> it's, it's your year. I just don't think. Well, one thing about Philip Rivers, they he hasn't had a great playoff track record, but he has been great at spoiling other better teams' opportunity. So I remember they did this like they did it like twice to the Steelers or whatever. Like they'll just fuck someone else's plan up just to make it to the next round and lose. Mm-hmm. So I. That would be a pick for me because Tom Brady just doesn't look good to me. No, he doesn't look good. I agree with that. And Rob um, Gronkowski doesn't look good. He looks, like, really fucked up. Uh-huh. Like, every time I see him going over the middle or, like, there was this one play where, like, he, you know, Tom Brady's not throwing downfield. He throws, like, six yards down the field. And it's, like, 
old Gronk would have like just ran through this one dude and got the first down, yeah. dropped that, uh, you know, make it a 13 yard catch. Yeah. This one has this tiny little like free safety on him. Yeah. He's just like going down. It's like kind of sad, but I just don't know how mu- how much faith I can have mm-hmm. in the in these pa- these Patriots. See, you know? and you're you're looking at it, I think more smartly than I am. Like actually watching games and like saying because um, I agree with everything you just said. I don't have anything to say back against it except for like that whole like maybe they're just holding back. They know they're old, so they're like you know we're limping along or whatever. But I think that's a garbage like analysis argument because you have no way of knowing that. Yeah. So um, also you can't really do that. Now, so I'll I'll set that aside. I'm I'm operating from a place of fear, and it's like it's like how I feel about like Trump. It's like. <laughs> If he did something crazy and somebody was like, this is the thing that's going to bring him down, I'd say, no, it's not, because nothing has. So I'm sorry. Until I actually see something bring him down, I don't believe anything's going to. And, like, that's kind of where I'm at with the Pats. Until somebody beats Until someone them, actually does I don't it. believe that that's a thing that happens. Like, the Chiefs are different. Like, the Chiefs are like, because we've seen the Pats lose when there's, a, when there's just a stud team that, you know, you can't get in the way yeah, of this. Team, this is like a team that could drop 35 and, like... Right. Uh, uh, when you sneeze. They dropped 50 and lost. Yeah, that was a really good game. No, but what I'm saying is that, like, they are that team. Like That's even, the team that could, like, yeah. when, the, when the Pats lose or when you turn on the game and they're down 17, you're like, all right, well, that's, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, wrap, wrap it up on their year. Right. And let's move on. For the Pats to, for the Pats to be the Chiefs, they're going to have to score well over 40 points. Well, they'll have to score over 40 points. I won't say well over, whatever that means. 40 points. Uh... I just, yeah, you're right. And I don't believe the Pats can do that. They can't do anything. They don't have the deep threat. They like, don't even, they don't they even have that weird. They can their way to six touchdowns. They don't even have that weird, like, uh, third string running back that pops right. up out of nowhere. Right. And gets, like, 120 yards in a wild right. card game or whatever. Or, like, anything. They don't have anything that's, like, good right. for today's NFL. Yeah. This is, like, 2008. We might be talking about this team, like, you know. Winning 13 games and, like, mm-hmm. steamrolling teams. Just slowly beating everyone, like, 17-10, mm-hmm. 21-14. Yeah. But they're so boring and they're so slow and so old. Yeah. Is this Gronk's last year? Or does he it get should the, be. Or does he get the Peyton Manning, like, package in the mail sent to his wife and he comes back looking like he's, like, four years younger? I mean, I don't know why he would. Like, he he said last year that he was hurting a lot and, yeah. like, was thinking about not coming back or whatever. Greatest tight end of all time? Ooh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm and not looking at the numbers in front of me. but I don't, I, don't even think, I don't even think he has any of the real numbers other than the Super Bowls. Yeah, that's one of those. Like, I mean, I feel like tight ends are one of those positions where. It's like new. Yeah. It's I like can't, when point guards start scoring a lot. It's like, who's the best point guard? It's like they all just started like playing like this like twenty years ago. Right. Yeah, I think that's true. Um and it's also one of those like um remember this like ESPN article from years ago that I love to go back and read that it's there are players who will be bigger than their numbers, like in our minds. Um and like it went through like Vlad Guerrero, uh Derek Jeter. Um it's not gonna matter what the stats are on these guys, like you'll remember the stuff you saw and you'll probably make up some stuff you didn't yeah. see but you think you saw or whatever. And, like, it ended with, like, Mariano Rivera and, like, stuff like that. Just guys who will... And, like, that's Gronk. Like, Gronk is always going to be the guy, like, no, no, no. 
I saw him like hit like the secondary, <laughs> like he was a bowling ball hitting pins. Like they just like fell off as he like, like ran through. I'll be like bouncing grandkids on my knee, like you won't believe it. He yeah. ran over ten guys in one play. Exactly. He ran over his own. De- he ran over his own offensive line. Right. Yeah. He's like it's a like how, it's like how guys feel about LT. Like yeah. Like people who were like alive and like you know our age when he was big are like, oh no, I'll never see another defensive guy <laughs> like that. Yeah. Did did we? Yeah. Oh, not, at sure. not, not at that position. Not at that position. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think about the Cowboys? We both share a mutual hate for the Cowboys. Yeah. They stunned the world with that Saints game. I'd be bummed if I was a Cowboys fan. Jason Garrett's not going year. anywhere. Yes, yeah, never year. Uh, Garrett, never year. Uh, Dak. I actually, that same pod you were talking about, Cousin Sal was saying how uh, this is contract year yeah. for Dak. So like, they have to decide what they're going to do. And they're going to extend both of those dudes. Right. Yeah. That's really bad. Yeah. Why can't they fran? I couldn't understand when he was talking. Why can't they just franchise Dak? I don't know. Like, why do they have to give him 100 think just- I think even when you franchise, because what is the franchise is based off, like, the top 20 guys? Something like that. At, the, at your position? So he'll, be, like he'll still be making, like, a lot of, he might be making, like, 20 plus million. At the right, but if it fails, then what do you care? Yeah, I guess maybe maybe it's because a quarterback is a guy that you definitely can't have like pissed s- off. Yeah. Or sit out. Right. So like Le'Veon Bell's like, I don't want to play in there. Like, fine. All right. Right. The, our game plan isn't going to change. Here's this guy from Wisconsin or whatever. Right. This, is, get, this is prob- this is this is evolved into the least important position on the field. Yeah. Every, uh, every, every team's got three guys who can do 80 percent of what you yeah. do. And even with like. I remember what Revis would sit out. Mm-hmm. Like, they, you can go three weeks without him, three or four weeks. Just yeah. do what you have to do. But you can't go six or eight weeks without your quarterback. So it's right. like he, he can't fight it. They don't want to do it. Yeah. It's better to just extend him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I don't know if he's that good. Uh, I don't think he is. Mario Cooper was a great sign. Like, kudos to them for finally yeah. doing something right. Even you know what? That's not true. That no. pod that we were talking about, they always seem to find talent. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Remember they had what was that guy? Miles? What's that dude guys? Miles Austin? Oh yeah. Just pick up this guy anywhere. He like stuns the league for like fourteen weeks and then he's no then he's gone. Yeah. Like they seem to do that every year, but Yeah. I don't know. Before we get off the NFL, like, not that we have a ton of listeners. Yeah. And I don't want to talk a lot about it unless you want to. We can do what? whatever you want. But uh uh yeah, of course Kareem Hunt should have been released and uh, yeah. of course Ruben Foster shouldn't have a job. Um I don't even know what Ruben Foster did. I've been so into the Kareem Hunt stuff. It's been like oh, Ruben Foster was released by the 49ers for domestic violence stuff, and then oh. the Redskins were like, Oh, we'll pick that up. Jesus. And like the Redskins the Redskins um did they start Mark Sanchez this week or did he just come in and, he and d- relieve? He he Cole came in relief because he he broke his leg after like five passes or whatever. Yeah, and so the uh, you know the comment that was made by a third of the planet was so um, you know protesting racial injustice a worse crime in the NFL than actual domestic violence because <laughs> the Redskins needed both. I don't even know what position Ruben Foster. Oh, he's a linebacker. They he's needed a linebacker, both a linebacker yeah. and they and needed a quarterback. quarterback. Um and. To fill the quarterback position, they went and got Mark Sanchez, even though Colin Kaepernick is available. Yeah. And, and um, has been working out and yeah. just, like, 
even at his worst, was yeah. so much better than Mark Sanchez has ever been. Right. But Reuben Foster, he's fine. Yeah, there yeah, are yeah. probably linebackers out there who like the gap between Reuben Foster and them is not as big as the yeah, gap. Yeah, James between... Harrison is around somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes, James Harrison's around somewhere. Um, is not as big as the gap between Kaepernick and Mark Sanchez or even Colt McCoy. And no, we're not we're not touching that with a ten foot pole. Yeah, that uh that whole thing. Well, when I was watching the cream, first when I heard about the video for Cream Hunt, I assumed that it would be. Worse than that Ray Rice video, if you remember. Yeah, which I, was I also in the stuff, but I understand. Yep, which, it was really fucked up. Like, yep. I remember when I saw that, I was like, I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, what kind of, like, why, why am I even seeing this now? Like, I shouldn't be seeing this. Right. And the Kareem Hunt thing was bad. I just didn't think that it was as like I felt for some reason like someone was gassing me up. Because they said he kicked her, and I was expecting him to like, be kicking her in the face like a street fight. It was fucked up. But then I kept seeing all these other videos of this dude. Like, every time he gets drunk, he's just trying to fight somebody. And I'm like, oh, this guy's got, like, a real problem that's bigger than just, like, whatever. Because I think he has said that this lady said something, like, racial towards him because she mm. was white. So I was like, whatever problems that this guy has is bigger than just that one night or whatever. Like, he probably has a... A really dark history of just like getting drunk and like walling out, and it it sucks to be an NFL fan when so many of this these type of situations yeah. happen so often. Yeah, because you want to believe that these guys are just nice dudes, <laughs> nice dudes who don't get drunk and beat on women and who don't right do wild shit like. And I think most of them are. And yeah, I think that's another reason why it sucks is that there's 60 some players on each team, which means there's like 1,800 guys in the league. Yeah, and we know about the 15 that are a problem. I don't know think, about I don't those, think the rest yeah. of the league is a problem. We know about what's that dude who played for the Panthers and then he ended up playing for Greg Hardy. Boys. Greg Hardy, we know about him, we know about yeah. Ray Rice, even though Ray, Ray, Rice, Ray Rice's situation was different because like. He apologized. He kind of tried, oh, yeah, he no, tried he, to handle it the right way. Right. He tried to. Uh, I mean, I think I wouldn't even say try. I think he rehabilitated. Like, yeah. Like he Mike wasn't Vick. a good enough player yet to like come back like any more to come back from like yeah. that. If he had had more talent, I think it would have worked. Um, but yeah, no, he, Ray, he handled that situation the right way. hundred yeah, percent did an absolutely wrong thing, but did everything afterwards. I would want somebody to do having done that wrong thing. And then you see that dude, Greg Hardy, he's like making dumb rap songs with guns and he's yep. trying to be a professional fighter. He's just an overall piece of shit. Yeah. It, it makes it hard to like, you see that Jersey and then like for a second, you just think about some fucked up shit that some dude has did. Yeah. I'm glad, you know what? Lucky, luckily, I'm more of a basketball fan, and you never hear anything about those dudes. Not anymore. Not anymore at all. Not since like the Latrell Sprewell, like bad boy it's like they, days. It's like yeah. the NBA got ahead of this, like before the internet, where they just was like, "Listen, I can't be reading headlines about what you're doing. Whatever you're doing, just keep it under the wraps." Yeah. And now all these, all these players have team. All these like marquee players have like teams of people trying to keep their image up because yeah. they recognize that. That's how you make money in a league. It doesn't. It almost doesn't matter what you do on the field. Yeah. Just about being marketable. You can't be marketable if you're an asshole. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I wonder if like that's uh like I I actually thought about that the other day like how the NBA does it because again I I think in any league it is a min a huge minority of people who like have these kind of problems but 
the NBA should still have a handful. And you're right, you never, never hear you never hear else. about it. And like, I wondered if it was either the fraternity being like, you know, we don't put up with this anymore. Like, there's too much money for us to be made. Like, parents love us, kids love us. Like, our ratings are like going up. Yeah. And so, like, you know, the fraternity came in and said, like, we'll police it ourselves. And like, you know, like. Like Old we'll snitch on guys and yeah. we'll like exactly and we'll like you know there's not there's not any loyalty about this like you're you're infringing on my money when you do that and so you're gone if it's a problem yeah. or if like Adam Silver just hired an army of like <laughs> I'm gonna pay you fifty a year and your whole and, and well all your expenses covered and uh, you just need to follow your guy around <laughs> you got a guy I need you to follow him yeah. um, you know if you luck out and your guy likes to go to bed at eight o'clock yeah. good for you like if but, you got Mason if you got Mason Plumley. Kudos yeah. to you. Kudos to you. But if you got like, whatever, you got Dennis Smith Jr. He's young. We don't know that yeah. much about him. Yeah. You know, my advice is get as you know get as close as you can to eight hours. Yeah. You know, keep your phone charged. Right. You can sleep during games. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be <laughs> fine during games. Yeah, he can't That's... do anything. I mean, he might he might get into a big fight. I was just watching this weird Vice like mini doc about uh, Tim Donahue. Uh-huh. Donahue. Yeah. The uh, the ref. Mm-hmm. Who's like betting on games? He's from the area. I never knew that. He's from like ten minutes out of, or twenty minutes. He's from like Havertown. Hmm. He's from really close. I didn't know that. So, I mean, it didn't really change my thought about anything. I just thought it was really funny. And then yeah. like this other gambling dude that he was affiliated with is also from the area. Just like he's scumbag. That was like the end of like a funny like run for the NBA. Because like if you believe that there were reasons Jordan left the NBA that we don't know anything about. Okay, up yeah. through, and then, like, through, like, that Kings-Lakers, like, Western yeah, Conference Finals that, like, the league fairly clearly, Sacramento, sorry, you don't get to go to the finals. Yeah. Um, you don't drive ratings. Um, and then Donahue, like, that was, like, a, that was an interesting run for the NBA where, like, your conspiracy theorists, you can go ahead and believe that. Because the they actually made sense. Stuff. Like, it, you could connect so many dots. And you're like, yeah, this it makes sense why they would do something like this. Yeah. We and don't was, want the Kings in the finals. Yeah. We just don't. And it's easy to believe, like, why... Like, it's easy to come up with motives for it, too. Like, David Stern got to oversee the Magic, Bird, Bad Boy Pistons, and Jordan era when the league just, like, rode, like, straight up. And then all of a sudden, Jordan left, and the bottom fell out of the league. And, like, he didn't want his legacy to be, you know, plummeting ratings, plummeting sales, like, teams losing value or whatever. That's, like... I think he was maybe worried about, like, that's how he'd be remembered. So it's just yeah, like, exactly. I'm going to start getting all Machiavellian. I've been in charge forever anyway. So, like, you know, I'm just going to, like, <laughs> you know, like, get even more involved in, like, controlling outcomes and spinning narratives and stuff. They had, yeah, because, like, I didn't know that referees got graded based on the accuracy of their calls. I mean, I didn't know that, but I assumed it would be I, true. I saw that in the doc earlier. Cause they get they get their salary and their the amount of games that they ref are based off of the, their actual skill at doing what they do. Okay. So the thing about Donnie was that he was really good. He was like in the top five percent of like, you know, he doesn't miss anything. Mm. And uh, he sued the league uh, about the two thousand two Western Conference Finals because he was like they. They made me. Ch- he's like they had me do. This is before, or right around the time he was gambling because he had a really bad gambling problem. Yeah, that's like right when it started. 
is those finals because he was just trying to like he whatever he couldn't stop betting on games mm-hmm. and he was actually working in that series and they were like yep we don't we not we're not fucking with the kings on this one you need to do you need to do something about it but uh that whole thing was interesting you should check it out it's on youtube it's like 10 minutes nice it's a great video to watch when you're like taking a shit <laughs> we all have those videos i'm not crazy somebody brought this up this week um like somebody said something about like you know like we're sitting on the toilet and like things that you do and like you know, things you catch up on and like serious things, like whatever. And I was like, Yeah, I mean, this is Samson's joke from like four years ago on like one of our stand up nights where he was like, You know, like how people have those stories about like, Here's how I met your father, kids, or here's how I met your mother. And like, you know, like we were at like a wedding or like, you know, yeah. our friends introduced us or like we grew up, you know, like whatever. And the future is going to be like, Yeah, I was dropping a deuce and <laughs> swiping left and right on Twitter <laughs> or on, on Tinder. Tinder yeah. And, uh, yeah, she uh, popped up. So. I sent the heart emojis, and that was it. Love at first sight. That's a good, that's a good one. He's yeah. coming back to the town, right? He's coming back to the city. Yeah, I think two weeks after uh, Christmas. Yeah, we want him on the pod. We got we got to get him on the pod. I'll do whatever to get Samson on the pod. All right. I miss that guy. I like it. That was a great party. I went to his Golden Way party. Uh, what is that, Mount Airy? Yeah, that was fun. That was really nice. I love Mount Airy. I love neighborhoods. Oh, and trees. I know. I like people in Mount Airy. I don't you love Mount Airy. Yeah, no. No, in fact, I'm like annoyed Mount Airy exists. <laughs> Why? Well, so like, I like living in the city. Yeah, and obviously. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm dating, and so like, if I were to meet somebody, and like, you know, we were gonna do this or like whatever, I worry about like meeting somebody who's not so in love with the city and eventually wants to live like someplace not. And it's yeah, you know, it's like, like in a row or whatever. And, like, and oh. like. I have the trump card of, well, I work for the city, so I have to live in the city or else I lose my job. And if I get a new job, uh, I don't get as much pension. So, like, make make an argument for me why I should give those things up, why why we should give those things up just to, like, you know, live in the (laughs) suburb. But, like, Mount Airy exists and Chestnut Hill exists. (laughs) They can just be like, that's in the the city. And it's like, ah. And those are suburbs only bore into the city because the city was really poor and needed tax money. So Yeah. They screwed us over, man. Ben Franklin pulled one over our eyes, man. He fucked us up. Yeah. I love it up there. Up um, here, that's like 15 minutes away or whatever. Yeah. You wanted it's to talk, uh, you were excited about the NBA. There was so much to talk about. Just all the young players, man. They're so fun. And even like players who like got drafted three or four years ago that like I thought was bad. But then when I'm watching the games, like the Kings, and I'm watching Buddy Heald, I'm like, all right. Willie Cauley Stein, I'm yeah. like, all right. This is kind of this is a fun game. Yeah, you know, it's, it's mostly fun games in the NBA. There's not too many stinkers. Yeah, and like the NFL's been doing a great job of like most of their primetime games this season have been really good. Like that uh, Chargers Steelers game was like Sunday Night Football or whatever. It was like it was just like a really great primetime game. Like Chargers are down like two or three possessions. Steelers are up, riding the wave, and then all of a sudden, Chargers score 30 points in, like, 10 minutes. You know, the the NBA has been really getting me with just, like, good games. Yeah. I turn on the TV, I open up YouTube to watch one of those weird, like, highlight videos where yeah. they just take every make or, like, every big play, and they condense it down to, like, nine minutes so you can watch the entire game while you're taking a shit. And, uh, yeah... It's just been really fun. I like all these young dudes. Luca, I like, I like Gary Harris Jr. from the from the Nuggets. I love the Nuggets. Uh, love the Nuggets. 
I love watching Harden. Like Love he's, the Nuggets. He's he's leading the league in scoring, but his team is so bad. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. I like watching the Celtics semi-fall apart, but then still have moments in games where I'm like, oh, they're still like one of the they still got like one of the best rosters. So I shouldn't really be worried about them. I you know, I'm jaded. Like not jaded, I'm biased because I hate everything New England. Yeah, me but, too. But like I wanna no, I wanna say that like the Celtics aren't as good as like people think they are. And like it's different it's different. You know, Brad Stevens, like I think there are coaches who are good at squeezing like more talent than or squeezing more results than what the talent um suggests should be possible versus uh managing a team that has a ton of talent yeah. and like getting the most out of that and like managing egos and stuff like that. Yeah. Like Jordan talks about that with the, uh, with the dream team. Like the only thing that could have gone wrong with that whole thing was if they didn't have somebody like a Chuck Daly there who could be like, nah, I, yeah. I really don't care that you're magic Johnson. Yeah. It's like, I don't care that you're up. Michael Jordan. Like, <laughs> nah, like I'm, I'm, I'm bigger than all of you like in this world. Like yeah. if it wasn't that, like, like the team could have destroyed. I lost to Argentina. I mean, I don't know if they ever would have lost <laughs> because I think whatever five guys were willing to play together could have just played the whole time. They could have at some oh, point yeah. been like, you, so can just, you-, you can just sit down. Like, it's fine. No, go take a break. We'll just go five on four. We got this. <laughs> There's just like, just like a bunch of great pictures of like uh, like Pat Ewing just like on basically on vacation, but wearing his Olympic uniform and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just eating sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, who, who has really stood out to you in this season? Whatever, 20... Plus games in. Uh, yeah. I mean... Uh, you say you love the Nuggets. I do love the Nuggets. Djokovic is... I mean... It's amazing the step he's... Not amazing, but it's like... I feel like the entire Nuggets team, like Mitchell, um, Djokovic... Um, who am I missing? Who's their third one? Murray. Who? Jamal Murray. No. It doesn't matter. I feel like that entire team has... Um, <laughs> They're like the they're like the Rams from last year. Like the Rams were really good last year. Yeah. And then they lost like early in the playoffs and it was like, ah, it's all smoke and mirrors. The Rams always <laughs> suck or whatever. And like we see this year, they're like, no, nah, it was just like a young team and it was like their first year. And I feel like that was the Nuggets last year. Yeah, we're like they had the pieces, you were like Oh wait, we're talking about the, I'm I'm sorry, I meant no, I'm at the Jazz. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I'm not even talking about the right team. No, wait, I'm you sorry. like the Jazz? Why? I do like the Jazz. Why? Give me why. What they, so they got Donovan Mitchell. They traded for Kyle Korver. I actually like Alec Burks, but they gave him up. Uh, Rudy. I guess there's a lot to like about that team. Yeah. yeah. I, why do they have to go with Alec Burks? What is he about to get paid or something? You know something? what I just did? I just combined those two teams. You combined both I, I pulled teams. I pulled guys from like both different you teams. You actually love the Nuggets. You I do actually that, love the Nuggets. You don't care yeah. that much about the I really don't care that much about the Jazz. <laughs> about the jazz. No, that's my bad. I like Gobert. Gobert's fun. Yeah. You need dudes. Mitchell's fun. You need dudes who don't look like they should be doing any type of sport. Like they're just built so weird. It's just like it doesn't make any sense. He's Dwayne Wade like with his little uh, giving out jerseys tour um decided he needed to like shine a big light on Donovan Mitchell. Oh yeah. I think like Dwayne Wade's like I don't know. Like, I think I trust his um, his basketball knowledge more than most guys. Yeah, he's like one of those smart. Yeah. Like, really aware. Yeah. NBA players, you know. And if you can be like one of what is he? He's a top 
30 all time, top 20 all time. Wow. Hmm. Whatever. He'd like, if, if we were yeah, doing, yeah. if they were doing that NBA 50 thing again, like he'd be in it. He'd like, be in w- it. Without yeah. question. Yeah. And like, I think you make an argument for like 25. Like, I'm not going through the list in my head right now. Yeah, but... you just go, whatever. It's like, if shoot, let's go shooting guards. It's like top five shooting guards. He's one of them. Yeah. But he's like, so he's like Pippen though, and that like Pippen's in that same category, like all time great player, but somehow able to check their ego to like, you know, play with Shaq, play with Jordan, play with LeBron. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, like, and I feel like it's not like humility. I think it's just smart. Like, yeah. oh, you know what? If I don't win a bunch, I'm not going to be a top 20, top 30 all time. Yeah. Like, people aren't going to, and like, and I'm not going to make any money. <laughs> yeah. It's just being smart about the game, you know? And yeah. so, like, that's where I feel like, and so, like, if he says, like, Donovan Mitchell's, like, awesome, then Donovan Mitchell's awesome. Donovan Mitchell's probably awesome, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's having a weird sophomore slump because yeah. his, t- his team isn't playing up to his st- the same standards that they were last year. Right. Kind of like everyone finally got the film. Like, oh, Royce O'Neal really loves his corner three. You got to, what's the name of that dude, Chuck English? You really got to press up on him. Yeah. But not too much because he will go past you. It's yeah. like people are finally paying attention. Yeah. I guess it was from that playoff run, just balling his ass off last year. Yeah. Uh, this is too much talk about the Jazz. I'm sorry I dragged this down. This it's fine. I like, the, I like the Jazz. I don't really like the Jazz that much. It, it, it's hard to find a team that I don't like in the NBA. Well, that's true. And you know who we've talked about before? Like, like We've talked about like being big Kemba Walker fans. I yeah. love Kemba Walker love Kemba so Walker. much. So, like, you know, you know simple rating system, right? No, what is that? It's the it's that composite stat that looks not only at like point differential, but then also looks at strength of schedule and comes up with a mm. like a rating like based on those two factors. Yeah. I don't know what the equation is, but it's 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 taking those two things into account. Yeah. And so zero is average league average. Um so like just to give you a sense of like the the range, like the the highest rating in the league is the Milwaukee Bucks at 11, and the lowest rating in the league is the Atlanta Hawks at negative 11. Okay. So when I was looking over, because I've been liking like the the few Hornets games I've seen this year. Yeah. So they're eighth in the East. Really entertaining team. But they have they have in terms of in terms of looking at point differential and strength of schedule, they would be one, two, three. They'd be fourth in the East right now, and I think that makes a little bit more sense from like what I'm seeing. Because after the Raptors yeah. and the um uh after the Raptors, the Bucks and, and the, the Sixers, Sixers. Then it's just like who Yeah. Like I mean I would probably take the Celtics over the Hornets, but I wouldn't be like if I like looked up and was like, Oh look at that, the Hornets beat the Celtics, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, also on any given night, Kemba will be the best player. Mm-hmm. He's like one of those dudes in the league that can do that. Yeah. Like on any given night he could just have a great you know, once in a lifetime performance. Like when he played the Sixers and he dropped 50 or whatever, 60, but he, they lost. But he, I, I've been wanting Kemba to get out of Charlotte for like yeah two summers now. Yeah. And it, there hasn't really been an, a lane for him. There hasn't really been a place for him to go exactly. Like yeah. Either he kind of misses the the wave of signings, like he has another year left that's non-expiring mm-hmm. or whatever. Like he either he's in a weird contract place or the Charlotte Hornets try their best to, like... Remember they went for Gordon Hayward? Yeah. Like, whatever. They went for, like, a couple other players. Ended up sounding like Marvin Williams and shit. Like, they're always, like, trying to get him to stay. And getting him to do it, but not really 
matching whatever the promise was supposed to be. Yeah. I can't wait until he's on like, I don't know, the heat or something. Someone that like, right. I'm, when he goes there, I'm like, why the fuck is he there? But then like, I check the game. I check, I watch the game and he's just balling and they win like six in a row. And I'm like, oh, that's why he's on that team is because they really need, they really needed him. Well, and I feel like the the Heat respect players more than the Hornets do. And, like, they, like, invest in players. Like, they hold them accountable in, like, Heat culture and all that. But, like, at the same time, like, they don't don't think that, like, like, Jordan thinks that, like, his, like, team-building mastermind can build a championship. And, like, he doesn't. I imagine his relationship with Kemba's not great yeah. just because like, well, if you're so good then like, how come you aren't dragging us to championships <laughs> like I did? Like, I mean, I think that's probably his mindset yeah. um, or something close to it. He's like a condescending like dad. Yeah. Where like, I don't think the heat would be like that. Like you're talented and you work hard. Like you get rewarded. If you, also, they, they would probably get way more out of them. Yeah. You know? I think that's right. Yeah. I can't wait until I see Kemba Walker in a different Jersey. Yeah. Or Charlotte figures out some way to get, whatever, Trevor Ariza and, like, trade away a piece for, like, some young dude. Yeah. And then, whatever, I don't know. I really like him more. Thinking about the difference between, like, how the Heat treat people and, like, how Charlotte treats people is, um, it's reminded me of this, um, because he's not in the, because he's not coaching anymore, um, Stan Van Gundy's back to doing one day a week on the Levitard show. Yeah, I've heard some of that. And so, like, they had this one day where they were, like, you know, like Stan. Let's say you're uh, you're a head coach in the NFL, and Aaron Rodgers is uh, your quarterback, and he punches you in the face. What do you do? Well, the first thing I do is apologize to Aaron for my face getting in the way of his hand. <laughs> um, you know, I'm very sorry. That won't happen again. But uh, please, the next time you're swinging your hand near my face, could you make sure it's your non-throwing hand? I want to make sure it's your non-throwing hand. <laughs> like, it's just yeah. like that breed of, like, coach and executive who understands that, like, players win games. Yeah. Like, especially the best players. Yes. In, the, in your respective league. Right. I, I am here as a support system. Like, I'm here to try to, like, guide you in a direction where you can, like, get, like, the success that, you know, you're capable of. But I am not going to be the reason we win. Yeah, I have. I almost have nothing to do with that. Right. It's all you, big guy. Yeah. It's all you. He's, like, giving him a massage. Exactly. And Giannis uh, turning 24 today, like, just, like, made me, like, realize, yes. like, how true it is that that's your job as a coach. Because my little sister's 23. And I thought about the idea of, like, one of the best teams in the league being on my sister's shoulders in terms of, like, pressure. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no way. Well, you got to score 25 points a game. You got to get blocked. And you're like, what? That doesn't yeah. make you too young for that. Right. He's only 24. That makes me feel like shit because I'm oh, 25. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, what have I accomplished? Shit. Well, I mean, <laughs> not, not, not every has the natural skills that uh Yeah, Giannis I don't know. Does. That dude's weird. I wish that... Ben Simmons had a little bit of his like, like he Antetokounmpo has like this weird like killer instinct, but like it could be a Tuesday on a back to back. He mm-hmm. could be playing a team that's like he could be playing the Suns. They had stand nothing from balling out. Yep, and he has no. He doesn't really have that many moves that work. He'll just keep attacking. Yeah, keep taking jump shots, knowing that he's going to miss. Mm-hmm. I want Simmons to start taking jump shots. Even though he's gonna miss, yeah, he's he's six ten. Yeah, they can't. They're not gonna block it. So like, right. what are you afraid of? That we're gonna see you throw up a brick? I've already seen you throw up a brick, bro. Right. Most of them have been bricks. Right. All you're gonna do is demonstrate what I already know to be true. You can't shoot the ball. Yeah. So just keep just keep trying, and right. then 
Because what happens is you're always kind of late with like uh, realizing who's a great defender or when someone is falling off the wagon. So you'll be like, oh, Tony Allen's great. He's like one of the best wing defenders in the league. And then you'll watch him like his last two seasons. And you're like, oh, my God, that's not Tony. That's not Tony Allen. It kind of works the same way with shooters where you're like, you see Brooke Lopez in the corner and you're like, he can't hit that three. And then he knocks down like two. And then he moves to the top of the key and he shoots a three. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to back off on that. And then he's like, oh, shit, he's been knocking that shot down for like two summers. Of course he could do it now. Yeah. I just want Ben Simmons to start taking jump shots. Yeah. What do you want out of your team? What do I want out of my team? Yeah, what do you want out of the Knicks? What do you want to see out of them for the... I don't I don't have anything I want out of them. I don't have months. any expectations for the Knicks. Yeah? Like no, nah, nah, at this point it's like, you know, it's like year like 8 or 9 of like, you know, uh oh no, that's the wrong way to say it. It's like uh it's like having like a kid who's like 8 or 9 years old where it's like yeah, I'm not really expecting a lot out of you the next few years. Like, I know you're going to be an adolescent. And, like, that's going to, like, whatever. Um, I'd prefer you end up good. Like, I'm, I'm hoping for someday down the line to, like, be a big fan of yours. But it's for like, now, um, it's just, no, I don't have a lot of expectations like, for you. It would be nice if you, yeah. like, you know, clean your yeah. arm or something. Yeah, exactly. If you could win 40 games at some point, that would be great. Sure. If not, I, you know, I didn't get my hopes up, so... I, I don't pay. There's some promising young guys on that roster, though. Yeah, no, for sure. Frankie Sticks. Yep. I like Kevin Knox. He hasn't really done any of that stuff that I've seen in summer league that I love so much, like just jumping over people. And well, like, that's the Knicks. Yeah, that's the Knicks. So you got a lot of guys who like their Instagram videos are good. Like, <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Like you like like a couple plays a game, but like really they're not. They're they're built for summer league. Is uh Porzingis playing another game in the Knicks uniform? It's it's like really hard to like anticipate what Dolan's gonna do, right? And like, what do you, what do you think is like? What do you think he would do like in the worst? So let's say Kristaps doesn't play until he he's not ready till March to actually play. He comes back, he doesn't look good. Like, what do you think Dolan in his mind? Because he's kind of an he's kind of an idiot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You think he's trading that? You think he's doing what Sacramento did and trading him away for like Ken Bazemore? Yeah. Okay. That would that would be the ultimate bad Dolan move. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is that is the top of the list of bad, terrible Dolan moves. Um, he doesn't think in terms of assets. He doesn't think in terms of like future value. So like, yeah, he would he would try to get back like some sort of like amalgamation of like same on court talent. Like that somehow matters when your team's gonna win. 33 games or like whatever. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about Kawhi? He started off the season on slow, right? But it was because he bit. it's because he didn't play. He played nine games last year. So I remember when the Raptors started like winning a few games, I was like, yeah, they're, they're winning, but he doesn't look that great yet. The Raptors are really deep. They're like 10, 11 guys deep. Fred Van Fleet is like actually a really good backup point guard. That dude Siakam is like... Remember when Serge Ibaka came into the league and, like, at first he can only block shots, you know? And then, like, yeah. every couple yeah, yeah, of months, yeah, 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 yeah. you saw something. Yeah. That's kind of how that guy feels to me. It's just, like, this really mysterious forward or sometimes center that's just, like, every time I see him, like, I didn't know he could do that. Yeah. You know, I didn't know. Even, like, that dude Gorgie Jing in Minnesota, he'll, like, do something. Like, I didn't think that he could do that. So I, I thought that a lot of their early success was just... 
system, like culture. Mm-hmm. Culture of just like having smart basketball players. Yeah. Trying hard. Yeah. But then in like the past like, I don't know, ten to fifteen days, I'm like, oh, they also have like a one of the best five guys in the league. Best five guys in the league. Yeah. Who was like when he's going up against one of the other four dudes or whatever, really likes to embarrass them. Yeah. He really he doesn't show it because he's a robot. Right. He really loves to like Take your like young star, like let's say Fultz was playing better or whatever. Like Fultz will come down the court twice. He'll like s- just take the ball away from him. <laughs> he'll take the ball the away best from you him. Come up with is Fultz. Yeah, that's the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> okay, like oh, or like Lonzo Ball or something. Like uh, he'll guard Lonzo Ball for two straight possessions, force two turnovers, and now your young dude that you like is on the bench. Like he loves doing weird shit like yeah. that. Like just fucking up everything. Yeah. But uh, you keep getting a signal. What's the signal? We're about to. We gotta go soon. We gotta go soon. Yeah. All right. Chris has to go. Anything left left in the NBA? Nah. What's going on with you? You you gonna you gonna be hanging out these next couple of weeks? Am I gonna see you? Or are we gonna be hanging out at a bar yeah, sometime sure. soon? Yeah. All right. Great. Yeah. Been hanging out at Era a lot because I like to eat the Ethiopian food. Love their Ethiopian food. Yeah. Yeah. We should go through. I'll come down to Era. Yeah, man. Up. My brush is still at your house. I usually don't show up at air until like after crime closes. Yeah, yeah, me too. But now because I be wanting the food, they give you more food than crime. Oh yeah, and so, and it's better food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like crime food. They're no, I like their food. Their menu is just so like they so got their fancy. sandwiches back. The beet sandwich? No, no, they got like kielbasa back. They have oh, like this lamb okay. thing on a roll. Like they got they got real sandwiches back. Okay, okay, that's great. We're gonna get out of here. It's been your boy Sweet Dog. And this is Will. Uh, follow him on Instagram, William Hall Four. Follow me on Instagram, Sweet Dog with like five G's. Follow Chris Lyons on uh, Grinder, <laughs> Harry Bear. I don't know what the fuck his name is on Grinder. We're gonna get out of here. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, Chris. <laughs>